Hello folks, Phil here again with David Sackett from Growth Farms. David just did a wonderful presentation with a mixed panel and David shared with us uh, the trick, if you will, to uh, investing in issues that face climate change. Yeah, well, I think it's really interesting because a lot of risk we can quantify when we look at uh, price risk and things, we know what the volatility is, but climate is such an uncertain thing about what's going to happen and where, how it's going to affect different regions. And, and so our view is that there's a couple of simple things you can do to mitigate the risk. One is, is buying regions that tend to have a lot of rainfall because consistently the message is that climate change under the worst case scenario is likely to lower our rainfall. So let's start with more in the first place and then you're going to be more resilient if that comes to pass. The second thing we do, and it's a, again a response to the forecast for climate change, is that we're going to see less frequent but more intense rainfall events. So how do we deal with that in the farming system? We think a really good way to deal with it is simply to buy soils that hold and store moisture. That will enable you to capture those more intense rainfall events, sit, harvest the soil, store it, and then plant a crop when it works best for you. So there are a couple of things that I think will work. They work in our current farming systems, but they'll work. E they'll even make us more resilient in a, in a drier, more variable climate. And you talked about risk mitigation in relation to diversification. Yeah. And you had a specific comment about that. Would you care to share? Yeah, and I think we all talk about diversification because it is a, ma a means of managing risk. But at the same time, we need to make sure that what we diversify into doesn't actually lower our returns. So diversification into a poor returning asset is not a very good diversification at all. It doesn't spread your risk. It actually increases your business risk in your whole investment. So, so you've got to invest into sectors where the returns are comparable or even better, not into low-returning things to diversify. And you can do that a few different ways. You can go in different regions in Australia. We've got temperate regions, we've got subtropical regions, we've got sugar, we grow wheat, we grow lambs, we grow permanent crops, a whole heap of things where we can diversify. And, and for someone who doesn't have a huge amount of money be, to invest in all those different sectors to spread their risk, you could actually buy a farm in a low volatile rainfall environment and run a couple of different enterprises on those farms. Yeah, mixed farming, we call it, where we grow wheat and we have sheep, or we have sheep and we have beef. So, so there's different ways of approaching that risk management point of view to achieve diversity. And without wanting to ask too leading a question, um, growth farms, what's that about? Um, we we um, buy and manage farms in Australian agriculture for investors, both domestic and offshore. Um, we help them identify what the best opportunities are to meet their objectives and try and understand those. And then we'll go and find a farm for them or farms for them. And uh, some people invest into funds that we run. Others will go direct and say, well, I have enough capital. I want to buy a farm, a standalone farm here on my own right. And then we'll go and manage those farms and deliver them the best returns over the long term. And if there was something you're looking for, is it more farms, more investors? Who would you like to reach out to if they're watching this? Um, well, there's two ends of the spectrum. We're, we're always welcome new investments and we've just launched a, uh, a lease fund. So we're buying farms to avoid the operational risk, the volatility risk that we see in agricultural businesses. We're going to lease those farms to other farmers so the investors get a passive rental return, 4.5%. They get land appreciation over the long term, so 10 to 12 total. 
and those leases will be to existing good family farm businesses who know how to be environmentally sustainable, know how to good gen- generate good returns, and, we'll, and, and so it's an opportunity for exposure to agriculture without some of that day-to-day operating risk of weather and prices and things that we all hear about. And as far as I'm aware, achieving a certain level of scale is the requirement for any kind of productive farm in Australia. The days of the smaller startup are really sort of gone. Is the asset pool you're bringing or the, the capital backing you're bringing good for, is that what these people need? Well, what we're, what we're aiming to do is actually not buy huge farms, but we're aiming to buy mid-sized farms, maybe four to eight million dollars. And, and what we'll then do is lease those to an existing operator who might already own his tractor, might have surplus labour. And so it's really the aim is to provide an add-on to an existing family farm business rather than a standalone business. And they can provide slightly higher rental rates because they don't have to go and buy their new tractor, their new planting gear and things. They don't have to hire more labour. So they actually will be, that's a very profitable thing for those to do and we'll share in that profits by having a good lease return for our investors. Okay. Thank, Thank you very much, sir. Pleasure. Bye-bye. Good.